Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensa Wood. Praise. We give you the glory in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you for all that you have done and all you continue to do, Lord. Thank you for bringing us into your presence today. Lift up your voice wherever you may be and give God praise, give God glory. For the Lord is good and his mercies endure forever. There is none like our God. There is none that we can compare with him. From everlasting to everlasting, he is God. You are here because of the grace of God. You are here because of God's mercy. So lift up your voice and give him the praise. Give him the glory in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you. Father, we give you the praise. Father, we give you the glory. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, thank you for all that you have done and all that you continue to do. And talk to the Lord and say, Lord, even as we come into this service, into this anointing service, let me encounter the Holy Spirit. Let me encounter the presence of God. Let my life not be the same, oh God. Take me from glory to glory, from strength to strength. In the name of the Lord Jesus, transform my life by your power, by your love, by your ability. In the name of Jesus, and empower me in my walk with you, O God. In Jesus' mighty name, we give you all the praise. Lord, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice, both here, online, over the television audience, those that listen on the podcast. I pray in the name of Jesus, let no one remain the same after today. Let us encounter the risen Christ in the name of the Lord Jesus and take us from glory to glory. I pray that those that do not know the Lord Jesus will come into a living relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Anyone that is feeling hopeless, depressed, may they be lifted up, O oh God, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Anyone that is sick, may they be healed by the power of God. May yokes be destroyed by the power of God. And may the Lord Jesus Christ be glorified. Thank you for the wonderful testimonies. And thank you for what you are about to do. And at the end, we vow to give you all the praise and all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, everybody say amen. amen. Say amen. amen. Say amen. amen. Say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. My Lord and my God. All right, so in this season, let's get into our Bible lesson this morning. In this season, I'm so happy. I'm, I'm, I just feel blessed. We are talking, we've been talking about putting God's kingdom first. We've been looking at this word proton. And this morning, we'll look at it from another angle. Uh, we talked about seeking, putting God first in our time, in our talents, in our relationships, in our finances, every area of our lives. And thank God for all the testimonies. So let's turn our Bibles. Notice this, this verse doesn't have first in it, but it implies something that Jesus Christ wants us to experience in our walk with him. Luke chapter 24. Luke chapter 24, verse 49. The Bible says, welcome all our online audience and those that watch on TV as well. He says, behold, I send the promise of my father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. 
He told his disciples before he left that, look, there is something I want you to do. Don't go do anything until you are endued with power. Somebody shout power. From on high. And so these disciples, these disciples waited. And in Acts chapter 1, notice this, Acts chapter 1, from verse 8, the Bible says, but you shall receive power. Somebody say power. When the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Don't go anywhere. Don't get caught. You need power from on high. Do in a way he's saying, let get that experience. Have that first before everything else. Very, very, very important. And God, we are talking about the kingdom of God and the anointing. And the power of the Holy Spirit. He says, wait, tarry, have that experience first, then you can move on. You see, Jesus, when he came to the earth, even though he was the son of God, the incarnate son of God, he did not do anything in, in, in his life and ministry. His ministry launched forth after he was endued with the power of the Holy Spirit. Notice what the Bible says in Luke chapter 24. No, no Luke chapter 4. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He says, then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being tempted for 40 days by the devil. And in those days, he ate nothing. And afterward, when he had ended, he was hungry. Being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. For what? To be tempted by the devil for 40 days. You see, he had to pass the test that Adam failed. He, I mean, I, and one of the tests was the food test. And, 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 you, and you see, and, and you see uh, if you have ever fasted for any length of time, after 40 days, you are hungry. So when Satan comes to you and says, you are the son of God, turn, turn this stone into bread. That is a big temptation. But thank God Jesus Christ overcame. Amen. And we can also overcome. The word disciple itself means a student or a learner, but it also infests in there a life of discipline. A life of discipline. You see, we have to be disciplined in all areas of our lives. But, and we are just talking about, I mean, I mean, spending time in prayer with God. One day, my, my wife asked me, when do you sleep? The time that they sleep, uh, I am awake. And by the time they wake up, I am awake. And then one time she said to me, don't get any slimmer. And some people in the church, oh, don't you eat? <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> But you see that it, it implies discipline. And Jesus passed that test. But he says that he was led into the wilderness. Sometimes when the Holy Spirit is leading us, we don't like it. Nobody likes the wilderness. It's a dry place. All you hear maybe just the sound of wind, dust blowing, animals howling, if the animals there. Nobody likes that place. But he's leading Jesus. 
He knows the importance of being empowered with the Spirit of God. And we cannot get very far in the Christian life without the Spirit of God. What happened when he came? After he overcame that temptation, the Bible says in Luke chapter 4 verse 14, Then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee, and news of him went out through all the surrounding region. The Bible says that the news, the kingdom says his fame spread all around. He hasn't said, he hasn't done anything yet. You see, the anointing and the Holy Spirit will cause you to attract the favor of God. Somebody say the favor of God. And when God's hand is on your life, it makes all the difference. His fame, he he went filled with the Holy Spirit. He came and he returned in the power of the Holy Spirit. The anointing causes you to attract the favor of God. Notice what the Bible says in Songs of Solomon. Songs of Solomon. It's a love letter, but in chapter 1 verse 3, he says, Because of the fragrance of your good ointment, your name is ointment poured forth. Therefore, the virgins love you. The virgin talking about, the I mean, remember the 10th virgin. It talks about the bride of Christ. And he says, because of the fragrance of your, of your good ointment, your name is ointment poured forth. There is a fragrance. There is a presence around you when the Holy Spirit comes on your life. He says his fame spread all abroad. People, your name. You may have gone for a job interview. You may have gone somewhere and they may have said no. But the very next time you show up, sometimes it's at the same place. Maybe you are, you are working on, on a business contract or whatever the deal. It's not, it, I mean, the people that you need in your life, God will bring them to you as a result of the favor of God. The next time you show up, because of God's presence, because of the anointing, uh, it almost looks like they are expecting you. And they say, where have you been all this time? This is, this, this, you are the person we are looking for. You attract the favor of God. I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, may the hand of God come on your life. And may the favor of God come on your life in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. When someone was anointed, thank you Lord Jesus, in First Samuel, my Lord and my God. You see, he was just walking around. And God identified him to be, that, to be a king. The Bible says, he says, Then Samuel took a flask of oil, First Samuel chapter 10 verse 1, and poured it on his head and kissed him and said, Is it not because the Lord has anointed you commander over his inheritance? When you have departed from me today, you will find two men by Rachel's tomb in the territory of Benjamin at Zelzah, and they will say to you, The donkeys which you went to look for have been found, and now your father has ceased carrying about the donkeys, and is worrying about you, saying, 
What shall I do about my son? Then he says, Then you shall go on forward from there and come to the terrible tree of Tabor. These three men going up to God at Bethel will meet you, one carrying three goats, and another carrying three loaves of bread, and another carrying a skin of wine. And they will greet you and give you two loaves of bread, which you shall receive from their hand. After the anointing, he said, you will meet people. You may, don't even need to ask them or ask them anything. They will meet you carrying loaves of bread. They will meet you carrying, a ski, carrying young goat. And they will deliver them into your hands. The hand of God will come on your life. The favor of God will come on your life. I pray in the name of Jesus. And then he also said, don't worry about those donkeys. Those donkeys have been found. In the name of Jesus, anything that you may have lost, in this season as you are anointed this morning i cry may god restore in jesus mighty name i said may god restore in jesus mighty name and may you experience the favor of god in the name of the lord jesus my lord and my god thank you lord but you see and and then he goes on to see the anointing puts you i'll get back to that point let's go back to jesus we'll come back to saw here Jesus, you see, one, when the, one of the main reasons also that the anointing comes on your life, when the Holy Spirit comes, so Jesus, when he returned, he returned to his hometown. Notice what the Bible says in Luke chapter 4. He says that in verse 16, So he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. That means that on the weekends, you will find Jesus in the synagogue. On the weekends, you see Jesus in the house of God. Thank God still on the weekends, Jesus still shows up in church. In the person of the Holy Spirit. And you are supposed to be in church as well. But he says that. And he was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book. He found a place where it was written. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Jesus had been going into the temple. He says, as his custom was, he stood up to read. On this day, when he stood up to read, something else had happened. The Holy Spirit had come on his life. And he said, this scripture that is in Isaiah 61 is fulfilled. My Lord and my God. It is just like Saul. We just talked about him in 1 Samuel chapter 10 verse 6. He said, when you leave this place. Let's read it. Sometimes we, we, we let, let's read it. 1 Samuel chapter 10 verse 6. He says that when you leave, then the spirit of the Lord will come upon you and you will prophesy with them and be turned into another man. You will be turned into another person. People may see you walking around. Jesus was walking around. Everybody knew him to be the carpenter's son. But my Lord and my God, when the spirit of God came on his life and he began to preach and to minister, oh, like Saul, he was a different person. 
person in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus maybe in Jesus mighty name by the anointing by the power of the Spirit of God may you be ushered into all that God has for your life in the name of the Lord Jesus may you be ushered into the fullness of all that God has for your life if you believe that say amen they said, what? This person, this, this, this is not the same person that we know. Is he not the carpenter's son? We just know him. I just went to him last two weeks to, 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 have, to have my stuff done. It couldn't have been two weeks because he was in the wilderness for 40 days. Or maybe six months before. <laughs> but you get the point. He is not the same person again. I pray in the name of Jesus, by the anointing of the Spirit of God, may your life not be the same. But what did he say he was anointed to do? The first thing is, he says he has anointed me to preach. You see, the anointing is for service. That is the purpose. He says when the power of the Spirit of God comes on you, you will be witnesses of me. The anointing empowers us to serve the Lord, to preach. Every one of us, if you are a child of God, you are called to preach. You may not be in the fivefold ministry, but you are called to testify about the Lord Jesus Christ. No wonder, you see, and, and our service to God makes all the difference. And I thank God. For my life, thank God for what he did in my life. At the age of, at the age of five, I don't know, this, this cousin that came to live with us, I don't know how he encountered this person, but this person happened to be an Assembly of, assembly of God Sunday school teacher. And he will walk like two or three miles, or wherever he was working from, come to our house and take us to Sunday school. We went joyfully, and we always looked forward to going. They, they had this, they had this, they called them picture, picture papers. And when we go, they'll give us the lessons, and we got so excited about God's house. We got so excited about the lessons, and the next week that you came, you had to remember the previous lesson. Thank God. You had to remember the previous lesson, be able to, Say the memory verse. They, we call the memory, they call the memory verse. Say those memory verses. And then there were prizes and all these things. That's how I got excited about church. And we'll stack up those picture papers and see at the end of the year or month or some season who are the most picture papers. That's why kids church is so important. One, one of these days, we had one kid in here. He was jumping and shouting and screaming, I like this place. I like church. I like church. I'm like, That's, that was me at the age of five. <laughs> But it was the faithfulness of this Sunday school teacher. And then I, was, I transitioned from there and went into the, into the main adult class on Sunday. And one day the pastor was preaching. You see, you can go to church and not be saved. He was preaching. And right after he preached, he said, you must be born again. Do you want to give your life to Jesus Christ? Come forward and give your life to Jesus. And then later on, he said, do you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit? You need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. I was so hungry for God. Anything that God had for me, I wanted it. So I was filled with the Spirit of God, with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I remember, apart from the tongues, I remember that as soon as that happened, the first thing I wanted to do was to tell someone about Jesus. 
He says he has anointed us to preach. All our efforts, everything in life must be surrounded around that. Our time to share Jesus with others, our finances goes into the gospel so that others can hear the word of God. But what if those two, those, those two people that made a difference in my life had not been faithful? Would I be here? No. He was fit, they were faithful to serve and to do their work. I pray in the name of Jesus, by this anointing, leave the grace and the boldness testify about the lord jesus christ i said receive the boldness to testify about the lord jesus christ the anointing comes on us for us to serve the lord and the favor of god also no wonder you see in ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 8 talking about the importance of the anointing i mean that's um, solomon puts it this way ecclesiastes chapter 9 Verse 8, Ecclesiastes 9, verse 8. Thank you, Lord. He says, let your garment always be white and let your hair lack no oil. I like that. You see, we, I, let your head lack no oil. The garment being white stands for holiness. Then he says, let your head lack no oil or let your head lack no ointment or anointing. We need it. You see... Every one of us, according to the Bible, in Revelation, notice, notice what the Bible says in Revelation chapter 5. Revelation chapter 5, verse 9, uh, verse 10, he says, And has made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. Verse 9 says, And they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you are slain, and you have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation and you have made us kings and priests to our god and we shall reign on the earth so potentially he's, he says he's made us kings and priests unto our god but you see in the old testament no king and no priest started functioning unless they were first anointed with oil no king no priest so even, even, even though Saul, God had told him that he was going to be king, the Bible says, now we get back to him. We didn't leave him standing in the aisle. First Samuel chapter 10. Notice what the Bible says. He says that, he says, Then Samuel took a flask of oil and poured it on his head and kissed him and said, Is it not because the Lord has anointed you commander over his inheritance the anointing puts you in command over your inheritance you are supposed to reign in life you are supposed to reign over circumstances you are supposed to reign as a king and as a priest but till the anointing comes if you are not in command and so this morning in the name of the lord jesus as the oil touches your head in jesus mighty name may it put you in command over your inheritance in the name of jesus Jesus. Everything that God has planned for your life in this season, I pray in the name of Jesus for your life, for your family, in every area of your life. I pray in the name of Jesus that nothing will pass you by. Amen. He put you in command. Nobody. And so he, say, he, says, he, he, he says in Exodus chapter 30, verse 23, thank you Lord Jesus, even the priest, they had, 
to be anointed. Acts, Exodus chapter 30, verse 23. Notice what the Bible says. He says, and also take for yourself quality spices, 500 shekels of liquid mire, half as much sweet-smelling cinnamon, 250 shekels, 250 shekels of sweet-smelling cane, 500 shekels of cassia, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, and a hin of olive oil. And he says, and you shall make from these a holy anointing oil, an ointment compounded according to the art of the perfumer. It shall be a holy anointing. Then he goes on to say in verse 30, he says, and you shall anoint Aaron. These were the priests and his sons and consecrate them that they minister, they may minister to me as priests. And you shall speak to the children of Israel saying, this shall be a holy anointing oil to me. Notice this, throughout your generation." throughout your generations obviously we don't have the, 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 the priesthood when Jesus Christ came that, that priesthood was done away with but regardless he's saying we are kings and priests and for us to reign throughout our generation the holy anointing oil is needed on our lives for us to function in that priestly office thank you Lord Jesus as you are anointed what did the priest do one of the things we did was to pray as you are anointed this morning Jesus ever lives to make intercession for us may the anointing come on you to pray may the anointing come on you to intercede in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus if you believe that say amen, amen. my Lord and my God he anoints us to do the job every time a door opens for you to say Jesus with somebody it is God's anointing going into operation for someone's deliverance in jesus mighty name amen. amen we are called you see the king is one who is in a, in a position of authority in his do domain and when that anointing comes upon him he begins to function and there is no place for the enemy to misbehave around them i like i like to i like to call david the anointing also causes you to go forward someone say forward David, he's like, the, he's, he's like the field marshal of the Bible. He never lost any battle. He kept going through difficult seasons. And again, for him as well, he did not ascend the throne until before he was anointed. Notice First Samuel chapter 16. Thank you, Lord. First Samuel chapter 16. He says, Then Samuel, Someone was looking, God was looking for a king. When someone arrived in the house of Jesse, he was looking at the outward appearance. But God was looking for the shepherd. God was looking for the one who was faithful. God was looking for the one who, who was solely committed and dedicated to him. He said, all these people know that those, those are not the people. Seven sons came by. He said, do you have any more? He said, there is one more. But he's at the backside of the wilderness. He's not visible. Nobody sees him. He says, we'll not sit down. Go and call him and bring him here. And when he came, we are talking about what the anointing will do for you. He says, then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers. And the spirit of the Lord came 
upon David from that day forward. So someone arose and went to Ramah. The Spirit of God came upon him from that day forward. He said to, to Saul, in 1 Samuel 10, he said, Then you shall go on forward from there. Sometimes for some people in life, it feels like they are stagnated. It feels that they are not going forward. But he says when the oil, the anointing comes upon you, the spirit of God will come upon you. Notice the, the, notice the oil and the spirit of God. There is a difference. But the Bible says, right after he was anointed in the very, for David, in the very next chapter, he went and faced Goliath and brought down Goliath. And after that, not very long after, he was actually anointed three times before he became king over the whole land. But my Lord and my God, there is an anointing for conquest. There is an anointing that causes you to go from victory to victory. There is an anointing that causes you, no matter the battles, no matter the challenge that you are faced with. My Lord, after he was anointed, when he got that Goliath was making noise, but he was not afraid. It destroys fear in your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus, anything that you are confronted with today, it may be in your health. There is miracle power here. It may be in your relationships. It may be in your finances. It may be some, something that is facing you that refuses to come down. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I have come to announce to you by the word of the living God that as the anointing comes on your life this morning, that giant will fall down in the name of the Lord Jesus. That mountain will be removed in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let your head lack no ointment. Let your head lack no oil. It is an anointing that helps us to accomplish the will of God. And I pray in the name of Jesus that may we seek the will of God all the days of our lives. May we seek him and seek him first. And as we cooperate with the Holy Spirit in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, may he empower us to serve him and to do his will. When I was in the Philippines during an anointing service like this, we prayed for a certain lady pastor. And when we prayed, she testified, she said, the presence of God came on my life. And, and, and later on, we met her in the village. She said, after this anointing, after when I returned, I have been able, by the grace of God, to start a Bible study group. He was, she was empowered to go forward in the call of God for her life. You see, you can be anointed to do different things. Not everyone, but you say fundamentally, says we are all called to testify about the Lord Jesus Christ. The devil cannot cause you to lose ground. You are going forward in the name of Jesus. I said you are going forward in the name of Jesus. I said you are going forward in the name of the Lord Jesus. My Lord and my God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. There is the, the presence of God is here. As the word of God is going forth. Receive your miracle in the name of the Lord Jesus. He says, I am anointed to preach. What else did he say? He says in Luke chapter 4, let's go back there again. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Luke chapter 4. He says, he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Verse 18. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. He has sent me to heal. He has sent me to heal. 
That Jesus hasn't forgotten how to heal. No way. No. He is still the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. To heal the brokenhearted. Oh, I pray sometimes the wounds of life, the hurts of life, the disappointments of life go very deep. But in the name of the Lord Jesus, I decree and declare this morning may God do a work in your heart and and heal you completely in the mighty name of Jesus. May he heal your heart. May he heal your body. He's not only interested in the work of God, but he's interested in you as an individual. Maybe you are watching or listening and you think God has forgotten about you. I have come to announce to you by the word of the living God. God hasn't forgotten about you. He's the same. He cares about you, watches over you watchfully. That anointed. Oh, he calls it in Jeremiah calls it the balm of Gilead. That balm is a balm of healing. In the name of Jesus from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet and the deepest wounds of your life I pray may God, may Jesus apply the balm to it and may you receive healing in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you Lord Jesus. Oh my Lord and my God. He's sent to heal. It is all of us we have different needs. Someone needs, you see, Jesus is a restorer. Someone needs a spouse. Someone needs their children to come back to God. Someone is already married, but there's too, the quarrel is too much. They need that relationship healed. Someone needs a job. Someone needs their finances turned around. Someone is depressed, almost at the point of death, and needs deliverance. We'll get to that here shortly. But regardless, whatever the need is, I sense the miracle power of God here this morning. And you that is watching on TV, you that is online, I sense the miracle power of God. The water is being stirred. Step in this morning and receive your miracle. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. One time we were doing an anointing service. Oh my Lord, someone testified. Oh, they had chest pain. As they were anointed, their pain left completely in the name of Jesus. Someone just testified here. They had a, they, they had, they had, they had a pain in the arm. And they were scheduled to see the specialist. But by the grace of God, after the anointing, the pain completely left. In the name of Jesus, I speak into your body. From the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. This morning as you are anointed, my Lord and my God, physical healing in the name of the Lord Jesus. Healing in every aspect of your life in the name of the Lord Jesus. It's anointed to heal the brokenhearted. Thank you, Lord. I give you the praise. I give you the glory. Whatever you need, step in and receive the blessing of the Lord this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You see, my duty is to proclaim it. Your duty is to believe it. Jesus now sits up there in, and he's here in the person of the Holy Spirit. He will see that it comes to pass. In the name of Jesus, everyone's needs are different. Someone wants to, be, wants to believes God to have children. In the name of the Lord Jesus, whether, wherever you may be, dive in and receive it this morning. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. My Lord and my God. And what else did he say? He says, to proclaim liberty, to proclaim deliverance to the captives. Deliverance, deliverance, deliverance to the captives. 
You see, the battles that we have to, we face in life, so many times they have their root from an invisible power, the enemy. We have an enemy who is opposed, who is arrayed against us. And that is what, they, sometimes, you, you, sometimes you, are, you don't know what happened. All of a sudden, it seems like depression drops on you. Where did they come from? Is there depression in heaven? No. That is the time to tell the devil, get out of here. He said that when the anointing comes on you, notice what the Bible says in Psalm chapter 89. Let's go to Psalm 89. Notice what the Bible says here. My Lord and my God. He says, he says this, I have found, verse 20, Psalm 89, 20, I have found my servant David. Who did he find? His servant. He was serving God in the backside of the wilderness. He says, with my holy oil, have I, I have anointed him. And he kept serving God all throughout his life. He says, with whom my hand shall be established, also my arm shall strengthen him. The enemy shall not outwit him, nor the sons of wickedness afflict him. I will beat down his foes before his face and plague those who hate him. He says, I have found my servant. I have found someone who loves me. Who did he find? Anybody that loves God and desires and serves the Lord, God will find him. It doesn't matter where they are. I pray in the name of Jesus, as you faithfully serve God, may God locate you in the name of the Lord Jesus. I said, may God locate you in the name of the Lord Jesus. With my holy oil, I have anointed him. And as a result, the enemy will not outwit him. The sons of wickedness shall not have him in the name of Jesus any affliction of the enemy on your life on your body on your mind when you sleep at night those nightmares when you sleep at night tossing in bed when you are anointed tonight this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus may that come to an end in Jesus mighty name I said may that come to an end in the name of Jesus he says I will beat his foes before his face and plague those he, who hate him God takes over your battles. The enemy that is against you, he takes over your battle and defeats those enemies. I don't know what you are confronted with, but I know that the anointing can make a difference and will make a difference. You will be delivered in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. That evil spirit that wants to kill you, in the name of Jesus, after this anointing, they will lose their hold on your life. He says the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing. In Isaiah 10, 37. Because you are dealing with invisible forces. Notice what he says in Psalm 74. Psalm 74 verse 20. Thank you Lord Jesus. He says, have respect to the covenant. For the dark places of the earth are full of the hands of cruelty. Dark places. Dark places. In forces that you cannot see. But in the name of the Lord Jesus. He says, I've come. To deliver the captives. I see you walking in that deliverance. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Any form of captivity of the enemy. I see you delivered in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you Lord Jesus. What is in the anointing oil? There is power for deliverance. David was anointed with oil. The spirit of God 
came upon him from that day forward. From that day forward. God's presence. And he also said that, you see, that this oil, he says that I shall be anointed with fresh oil. The anointing has to be fresh on our life. Psalm 92 verse 10, he says, but my home, you have exalted like a wild ox. I have been anointed with fresh oil. Fresh oil has to be fresh all the time. He will exalt your horn, your horn of authority. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So, so you see, it, there are so many benefits. So many benefits. I pray in Jesus' name. What else? What else is what, what else is in there? Mark chapter, Mark chapter 6. Notice this. Thank you, Lord. Mark chapter 6. We are you say don't depart till you receive, you are endued with power from on high. Mark chapter 6, from verse 7, he says, And he called the twelve, there is healing in there, to himself, and began to send them out two by two, and give them power over unclean spirits. He commanded them to take nothing for the journey except a staff, no bag, no bread, no copper in their money belt, but to wear sandals and not to put on two tunics. Then he says that, he says that when they went out, he says he gave them power over unclean spirits. You, you know, if Thomas was there, he will ask, don't, 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 you don't call Thomas doubting Thomas when you get to heaven. He won't be so, he'll be so pleased with you. Right now he's in heaven. There is no doubt there. He's, he's having a good life. Be nice to him when you see him. <laughs> but you, you can be sure. He was the one that said, unless I see, I won't believe. So he'll say, Jesus, if you give us power, where is the power? Show me the power. Notice what the disciples did. He doesn't talk about he giving them oil, but notice what they did. He says, in verse 12, so they went out and preached that people should repent. And they cast out many demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and heal them. They went out preaching that people should repent. And they cast out demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and healed them. There was some way, somehow, David was anointed with the oil. The Spirit of God came upon him. Oh, my Lord. He gave them power. They went out and used the oil and healed all those who were sick. As you are anointed today, you are set apart to function as a king, a queen, a priest. You are also anointed for deliverance. Every yoke of the enemy on your life will be destroyed in the name of the Lord Jesus. I said every yoke of the enemy on your life is destroyed in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Every sickness, every verdict is overturned in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The siege of the enemy on your life 
comes to an end. Every door in your life that is closed, that is meant to be open in the name of Jesus, in your life, in your career, in your job, in your business, those doors are open in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I decree and declare they are open in the name of the Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. Every malfunctioning organ in your body begins to function properly. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. There is a stirring in this place. Step in. In Jesus mighty name. But you may be watching or listening. Thank you Lord. And you say how do I partake of this anointing? See this anointing is for the children of God. You must be, if you, are, you, see, you see, if you are fight, if you are in darkness and you are trying to fight darkness with darkness, it's all going to work. He said they went everywhere and told the people, repent. Repent. You see, you must become a child of God, a child of light to be able to, 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 to overcome darkness. So if, if you are not a child of God, if you are not a born again child of God, no matter your effort, you, there is no way you can overcome darkness. You can only overcome darkness when you become a child of light. And thank God you and I, the Bible says, because these, 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 these habitations of cruelty are in the realm of darkness. But thank God he says that we have become children of light he actually says that we are now the light of the world so we should walk as children of light in john chapter 8 verse 12 thank you lord jesus i'm getting ready to finish he says jesus said then jesus spoke to them again saying i am the light of the world he who follows me shall not walk in darkness but have the light of life Amen. shall not walk in darkness the question is are you following jesus are you a child of God? Are you a child of the light? He shall have. You will not walk in darkness. You will know which way to go. No matter how dark it is in this room. When the light God comes on, darkness has to flee. Darkness has to bow down. So no matter the habitations of cruelty, as you are anointed this morning, in the name of Jesus, darkness flees before you. In Jesus' mighty name. But if you are not a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, that's an unfortunate place to be in. Change comes this morning. In the name of the Lord Jesus. We are. He says you will not walk in darkness. He calls us, thank you Lord Jesus. Matthew 6, he says the lump of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. Hallelujah. He says in Ephesians chapter 5, thank you Lord Jesus. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8, he says, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Oh, my Lord and my God. Walk as children. You are light in the Lord. 
If God was to show you and you see things from a spiritual standpoint, one time somebody so he said, when, I, when they see the Christian, they see light. It's biblical. You are light in the Lord. You are light in the Lord. You are light in the Lord. And that anointing keeps, that oil keeps you in the name of the Lord Jesus. He says in 1 Thessalonians 5.5, 5, thank you Lord. 1 Thessalonians 5.5, 5. thank you Lord. He says that you are all sons of light and sons of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Sons of light. But you see, if you are watching or listening, the question is, are you a child of light? Are you a child of God? You cannot fight darkness with darkness. You see, so many times people want to solve their problems. Wants to Jesus to solve their problems, but Jesus wants to solve all those problems. You must give him the opportunity. He wants to heal you. He wants to deliver you. He wants to set you free. That is the reason why he came. But he says, he that follows me, he that follows me, I pray in the name of Jesus. If you have never made a decision to follow the Lord Jesus Christ, may you make that decision in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. And as we, that, that way this anointing can begin to work for you can begin to cause a change. It can begin to cause a turnaround. There is a sense in my spirit. There is a stirring in this place. And as you are anointed this morning, you will get you You will receive a miracle. In the name of Jesus, Jesus Christ is the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. He never changes. He's here to meet your needs. He's here to meet your needs. He wants you to know him personally. The apostle Paul encountered the Lord Jesus on that road. He encountered the light. And his life was never the same. By this encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ this morning, your life will not be the same. He said, don't, don't, don't get caught. You need to be empowered by the Holy Spirit. The world is a very dark place. But thank God, through the person of the Holy Spirit, he transforms our lives. Thank you, Lord. I, I, I invited him into my life. And after all these years, I thank God for his goodness. I thank God for his faithfulness. And I can assure you by the word of the living God, God will be good to you as well. The goodness of God leads us to repentance. He wants to do good by you. He's interested in every area of your life. Oh, my Lord and my God. And he talks about the day that the free favors of God abound. He wants to bless you so that you can be a blessing to others. That's God's ultimate plan. So anything in your life that does not align with the will of God, in the name of the Lord Jesus, receive your freedom and your deliverance. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk, so sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535.